Hey there. Welcome to 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. I'm Lindsay, and I'm joined by my co-host and real-life partner, Carling. We're diving into the 90s hit drama through today's lens. Get ready for our off-the-cuff commentary and peeling back the layers of the Camden family. We'll tackle everything from family rules, life lessons, and 90s fashion. Join us every week for a light-hearted queer perspective and a trip down memory lane. Whether you're a die-hard fan or new to the show, this recap is for you. I was so delayed. It sat at zero in our countdown. I was like waiting for it to be like zero recording. Yeah. And we just sat here smiling awkwardly. <laughs> Hello, friends. Hello. <laughs> you're still in the thick of it. Like, I don't think I'm in the thick no, of it. But you're in the, you're not out of the week. Like my ear has been plugged for exactly one week and it makes me want to go play in traffic. Yeah. I'm so annoyed. I can hear myself breathing and eating and talking, and it just makes me want to do nothing. None of that. No breathing, no eating, no and here talking. I am forcing you to host a podcast with me. <laughs> yeah, and you forced me to eat dinner. Yeah. And f- keep telling me to breathe. The audacity. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm glad you went to the doctor and you got some nasal spray and antibiotics. Yeah, from two different doctors because I didn't trust the first one. opinion. <laughs> Well, like I want it to be fixed immediately. I know. And I know that's not how things work, but yeah. Medicine takes a few times, like a few doses. Yeah. So, well, I'm really into this episode because there was so much lesbian tension. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So let's get into it. This is episode 15, Homecoming. February 9th, 1998. The only thing keeping Mary from getting back on the court after her her knee surgery is fear. Like, have you ever been like in this situation where you were like injured or something and had to get back on, back on the horse Mm. and you were too scared to do it? Yeah. Like I hurt my back um, when I was like training really hard for Tough Mudder Mm -hmm. and it was hard to convince my brain that I was okay. That's fair. How about you? Like, not really. Hmm. Like, I've been in some pretty intense car accidents, and I just keep driving. <laughs> Back in the saddle. Back, Back in the saddle. I'm, I make it sound like I'm not a good driver. I'm actually a really good driver. I just, in my 20s, I was reckless. You were reckless. And a few times, you weren't the one driving. Yeah, that's true. So? Yeah, like, somebody fell asleep driving. Like, that wasn't my fault. Yeah. Um, But I am, like, pretty cautious. Like, I've had some pretty hard bails, like snowboarding for example yeah. and sometimes i haven't snowboarded now in like five years but sometimes i would get going so fast down the hill that i just have this like intrusive thought like if i bailed right now oh like if i just caught an edge i would just fly and i'd like slow down a bit and be like oh well uh, now that i'm dipping my toe into the 40s <laughs> even walking on ice i'm very cautious yeah i know a good handful of people who are in our age group that like um that yeah have just like stepped off the curb the wrong way yeah or like stepped down the stairs the wrong way yeah and you're fucked for life like it's not great no like my son broke his arm when he was six they put three pins in it it healed in three weeks yeah and the doctor was like oh yeah if this was me or you that had done this you'd have elbow problems for the rest of your life and, I was like, <laughs> oh, <okay." laughs> and it would take you like 12 weeks to heal aging is great uh-huh. 
But Mary starts off having some sort of fevered dream at three in the morning. (laughs) And she has a dream that she's back on the court and she goes to pass the ball to somebody and it goes to the opposite team and like they intercept it. And then she tries to block them and she can't. And then they like get a basket and and she she jumps up to try to block it, misses it. And then, yeah, she falls and And hurts her knee. She wakes up all like (sighs) sweaty and scared. Yeah. Lucy's like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. So, Um, but she's doing that fun thing where she's like, I don't want to talk about it. I'm fine. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. I'm ready. It doesn't matter. I'm not scared of anything. And then she also throws in a dig about having to go to the homecoming dance alone. Yes. So the, like the title of the episode is homecoming, but there's really like this theme of facing your fears and everybody's sort of carried through with like, they're getting ready for homecoming. What is homecoming? I don't know. It sounds American, American. people. Please help us. Yeah. <laughs> like it's different than prom. Cause I feel like they have prom too. We don't have prom. No, we have like Grad. just graduation. I but think I homecoming. Think... It's weird. Cause it would be in February. Like it's like this episode came out in February. Mm-hmm. Does it have to do with sports and then a dance? Like, like is it the your... end of basketball? Season? Oh, maybe. I don't know. I no, because basketball ends like in March or April because they have March Madness in the NBA. Oh, well, I love that most of our listeners are American, and whenever we post a question, somebody responds on Instagram. So. Or TikTok. So thank you in advance. Follow us along on Instagram and TikTok. And please send us a message. Yeah, it's way better than me, like, sitting here silently for a minute while I Google homecoming. Yeah. Because I'm not going to, so let me know. Well, and somebody was so kind to reach out last week because we asked about that guy having a heart attack and having to go to the emergency room. And she said that they for sure would have treated a life-threatening illness with or without proof of insurance. And they probably didn't have the same type of privacy act in the 90s that they do today. And so they very well could have given Eric this information. That's true. I think that would have happened in Canada, too, in the 90s. Yeah, we were just looking at it through this lens of 2023. Which is literally what the podcast is about. (laughs) (laughs) Good call. Yeah. All the changes in FOIP over the years. Yeah. So do we want to talk about going to the dance or... Like it's like they all kind of it all kind of like ends at the dance slash basketball game. Yeah. Well, okay. Why don't we talk about the the sort of topic of fear? Because it's like Ruthie is scared to go on her field trip, right? Because they're going to a museum. She doesn't want to get left behind by her group, and. Yeah, she has a fear of getting lost and left behind. Yeah, so her mom agreed to go even though they have enough chaperones. And I wrote down, like, Annie goes rogue because they're at this field trip. She is acting as a chaperone. She's abandoned all the other adults and children, and her and Ruthie take off to go look at art. I think that's why they made a point to say there's enough chaperones. Right. Um, Because... Otherwise, then she's just, like, very negligent. negligent and leaving, like, a whole group of kids. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. 
So lo and behold, they get lost, left behind, and her fears have come real. And Ruthie says, I'm never going on another field trip. But by the end of the episode, there are some life lessons and she agrees. Yeah. She'll go to the farm. Milk the dairy farm, farm. Dairy farm. The, the, milk, the milk farm. farm. Gross. Um, yeah. In the beginning, it starts off with Ruthie and Eric eating like in tandem at the co- at the breakfast table. Yes. And probably just their regular table. It would just happen to be breakfast. And they say it's a coffee date. And Annie's super annoyed because she's trying to tell Ruthie to get ready. And that she's also going. And Eric's just like, he's there. He's like running and hiding with Ruthie. He like puts a chip clip in her hair instead of her regular claw clip that she was supposed to be wearing. Right. And like Annie does say, like, if you're going to have these coffee dates, you need to do them on the weekend. Because I need your help in the morning. Because we have five children that have to get out the door and you're being useless. And he was on a day off. Yeah. Like he just hung around at home in his slacks. I know. He did nothing. So, I mean, he did save the day a few things. So he ends up having to go get them at the museum. But like what school let the bus go? Did they not do a head count, a name call? And they were like, well, she must be with her mom. Seems fine. Like That doesn't make any sense. No, it was the 90s. It was wild. Yeah. And then Simon is scared of his new science teacher because he claims that she hates him. Miss Ms. Hunter. Oh, good. I'm glad you wrote her name down. I did not. And so he's he's got to present in school. He had to make a, how do you say the word? Mobile? Mobile. But everybody on the show said mobile. They had to make a mobile of the solar system. Like mobile, mobile. Potato, patata, I don't know. Tomato, tomato? Yeah. Couch, Chesterfield. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Porch, so, Miranda. <laughs> yeah. So they had to make this mobile and he used a bunch of his, a bunch of Ruthie's doll heads and as she, the planets. And she's like, you used my doll heads. And he's like, well, you don't know where the bodies are anyways. Okay. Yeah. She's like, yeah. Ruthie's okay. just like, they're popping doll heads off. Like, yeah. fine, I guess. I don't know. She's Red like flag. Seven. So, oh, I literally wrote Miss Hunter. I thought I didn't have her name. Yeah. So in science class, he's like, the teacher's just cutting everyone down, saying, you know, these are poor excuses for solar systems. And you guys have had three weeks to learn this. And she's just this young teacher who's just very strict. Yeah. But it like... We find out it was her nerves, but it's coming across as being a bully. Like a real bad one. Yeah. So she tells Simon, okay, it's your turn. And he's like, oh, I just need a bit more time to work on mine. Because he's scared to show her that he used doll's heads. and Because he says he wanted to think outside the box. I can't just do a regular mobile. Yeah. Because this teacher means business. Right. And so she said, okay, well, you have a free period this afternoon. You can come see me and we'll work on it together. And he's terrified of her. So he fakes being sick so he can spend the afternoon in the nurse's room. Mm -hmm. And I remember having good naps there. Like I remember in elementary not feeling well. I don't. Oh, it was comfy. Look at a nice dark room. I remember getting picked up. I used to get migraines a lot in elementary school. Mm. Could be because of the asbestos they found in our portables years later. Oh, my God. Yeah, like I might get cancer. And um, 
I would get such bad migraines and I'd have to go home and my mom would put like a cold cloth on my head and give me a cookie in case I needed some sugar, a sugar yeah. hit. Yeah. And then slip to sleep it off. But I don't remember there being a, a sick room. Oh, I had one. Oh. So, <laughs> all right. <laughs> it turns out he finally admits to like Matt and the parents and the teacher overhears that he's terrified of her because she's so mean and he just wants to do a good job. And so later that night, who comes into his room? Miss Hunter. Miss Hunter herself. And I, I don't know. Teachers, you tell me, would you show up after hours to a student's house and go into their bedroom? <laughs> like, I think there's like ser- episodes on Discovery Plus about this. Yeah, that's called To Catch a Predator. <laughs> like, but- like, okay. I didn't ever have a teacher in my bedroom, but <laughs> I grew up in a tiny town and like my parents were friends with some of my teachers, like outs, like they oh, were in clubs, okay. like they were in like Kinsman or Canets with them right. or like played. My dad would like play on the hockey team of like one of my teacher's husbands or something right. like that. So my teachers were actually always around. So it wasn't weird to me, but if they like showed up to talk to me about school and came in my bedroom, then I would be like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are well, you she admits that she's, she was just scared. She wasn't going to make a good impression because it's her first job. And Simon says, well, I was scared because you were so mean. And so they reconcile and all is well in the world. He presents. He presents project in his, room. his mobile in the. It's doll heads. Fascinate, fast. What's the word? Fastened, fastened, fascinated, <laughs> fastened onto like, like a bicycle wheel. Spoke wells with spokes. Right, the bit without the so tire. So it spins. Like it's clever. Sure. Can we just talk for a second about the like inconsistency of this episode with like? Okay, so Eric is home, and the phone rings. And we think we've just learned that Simon is faking sick. And so Mm -hmm. then, so we know that Annie and Ruthie are lost. They just are like, oh my God, we're lost. Annie turns to security guard and she's like, we're lost. Yep. And she's like, yep, they left without you. And then it cuts to the scene with Simon being sick. And then it cuts to Matt. Oh, then it cuts, sorry, to the phone ringing at the Camden house and Eric answering it. And he doesn't say who he's talking to. He just says, I'll be right there. So I assumed he was going to get Simon. Yeah, we think it's going to get Simon, but it ends up he's actually going to get Annie and Ruthie. Ruthie. And Matt swings by and gets Simon. Maybe when they filmed that, they didn't know yet. They were like, "Mm, who should he pick up? I guess. I guess I just think like the person he was going to pick up should have been the only story we knew about. To, and then introduce them. They're trying to keep us on our toes. Because Simon even says, well, I tried to call dad, but he wasn't home. And I was like, well, where was he? <laughs> All we know is he left with Suzanne, which is also weird. Not we'll great. We'll talk about it in a second. Okay. Right. So, yeah, let's talk about Lucy and Suzanne. So, Suzanne is the friend the that poor friend. she was poor because her dad wasn't paying the child support right. payments. <laughs> and he and worked then, at a car dealership. Yeah. And then you remember she like didn't want to admit that she lived in a sketchy part of town in an apartment building. Yeah. So she was like asking to be dropped off in a nice part of town. Yes. And then Eric, Eric figures went it to out. the car dealership. Yeah. 
and was like, you got to pay your child support. And he's like, oh, oh. But then what it, what it ended up in is her mom taking a job in a different city and she had to move away. Yeah. But like Suzanne's still sneaking around with this getting dropped off, taking buses and cabs where well, she shouldn't. okay, we don't know this yet. So at no. the top of the episode, Lucy's on the phone with Suzanne and she's like, I can't believe you're coming for a visit. This is so exciting. We're going, We're to, the going home to the dance. homecoming dance together. Too bad we don't have dates, but it's going to be great. Yeah. So then Suzanne says goodbye to her mom and she's like, my ride's here. I got to go. She sneaks into the bushes. <laughs> In front of her house, and then her mom gets in the car and drives away. Which is the same move that she did. She snuck into the bushes You're to right. make it look like she went in the big house when really she's Suzanne Bush sneaker. <laughs> Susie. Susie Bush. Susie Bush sneaker. <laughs> so I wrote gasps. Suzanne hides and gets on a bus. So then perfect timing. The bus shows up just as her mom drives away. She gets on the bus, takes it to Glen Oak. And shows up when Eric's home, but it's still school time. It's the middle of the day. She tells Lucy, what did she call it? A like, teacher like learning a teacher's day? day? A like, teacher... I think it's like teacher's convention here. I was thinking it was like a PD day, like a professional development yeah, day. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. But she called it, yeah, like a teacher work day. Teacher work day. Yeah. So Eric's like, yeah, no, that's so great. I, like, did your mom drop you off? And she's like, oh, yeah, like she had to go see a friend. So I just came in. And Eric's um, like, oh, I didn't even hear the car. And she's like, yeah, she like dropped me off on the other side of the house. But yeah. Like, and he knew right away something was up. to be cagey, Susie Q. Yeah. Susie Bush sneaker. <laughs> so. So then, then the phone rings mm -hmm. and Eric's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'll be right there. And click. And then he's like, hey, I got to run an errand, Suzanne. You want to come? Yeah. And she's like, sure. Yeah. I was 0% comfortable with any of my friends parents parents except for our neighbors that we were really close with to be like yeah, sure, I'll run, with run errands with you yeah like i think about i also can't think of any of like your kids friends that i'd be like hey brooke do you want to run i just have to do some things do you want to come with yeah she'd say yes she thinks we're cool yeah it's true <laughs> <laughs> that's why i picked her like, I even get uncomfortable, not uncomfortable, but, like, nervous when it's, like, me and Olivia hanging out. <laughs> like, 13-year-olds are so scary. Ah, just make fun of her. That's what I do. No, I, like, we've got a good relationship, I think. Like, yeah, you she's do. She's funny. So, so, Lucy and Suzanne reunite. They're so excited. Matt or uh, sorry, Eric is on to it. And he's like, Hey, I talked to your mom's friend in town today. And she said to say hi to your mom. So I want to talk to her. Why don't you phone her? And Suzanne's like, Oh yeah, I actually was going to call my mom anyway. And so she goes in the other room because she wants some privacy. And Lucy picks up the phone because they, for, they were a pizza, a pizza mix up and she's like, Oh, I'll phone them. But then because there's only a landline. So she picked it up and she could hear that Suzanne was on the phone, but just with like, that phone number that you used to be able to call to check the time and the temperature, yeah. the weather. <laughs> and it's like, at the tone, the time is 8.06 and four seconds. Beep. <laughs> so, so then Lucy's like, whoa, something's up. So they go and like hide in the bedroom and she confronts Suzanne and Suzanne's like, she's like, I ran I away. I ran away. But Eric and Annie know that something's up. And so then they're like, Let's dial that number to see what the, the last redial. the redial number was. It star six nine. 
I don't know. He said, let's try this redial number and see what it does. There was like star six, nine, star six, seven, star six, seven. So one of them told you the last number that called you. Mm -hmm. And one of them told you the last number that you called. And one of them made it a private number. And one of them made it a private was number. Was it star, star six, six, eight? Eight? Star six, eight? Yeah. Six, star seven, six, six, seven. Eight, six, nine? Six, eight, six, nine. I think so. Well, that's what they did. <laughs> and they realized what she did. So then they called Suzanne's mom for real and got the scoop. And then Suzanne comes downstairs and she's like, I'm sorry I lied. I was scared to tell anybody the truth. So here's her fear. Uh-huh. And she says, ever since my mom started dating Ron and he's got two kids my age, it's just too many new people in my life. I don't like it. This is what's going to happen to you, Suzanne. Your mom's going to date. Yeah. And they work together, which also seems problematic. But so <laughs> Eric's like, okay, well, you can stay here for the night, but then you're going home. Then you got to go home. Yeah. You got to go. And didn't he even say like, even if Ron doesn't stick around, there's going to be others. Yeah. Like, Suzanne, your mom's going to get it from somewhere. You got to deal Do with it. Do not cock block your mother. <laughs> um, one thing I didn't mention that I wanted to say, which it doesn't fit anywhere. When Matt goes oh, to pick up mm-hmm. Simon in the nurse nurse's room and he's like, oh, like, you're not really sick. And he's like, why is God smite, smiting? Smiting me. Smiting me. Uh-huh. And Matt's like, do you even know what that means? And he's like, no, but it, this feels like what I imagine smiting feels like. Like having a science teacher that hates me. And Matt says, he says something about he and she. What I don't. He's, he's like, well, whether, whether God, he or she, I don't like. He, he referenced, yeah, he implies that God might be female or male. Yeah. They just glossed right over that. Like, they're trying to be progressive, but not fully. So they just yeah. throw these things in there every now See and then. See if anybody catches them. Yeah. Like the lesbian. Like the lesbian. Okay. So, so speaking of lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> so Mary is scared about her first game back. And... She's taking it out on everybody else. She's just like sassing everybody. She's snapping at them. I'm fine. I'm fine. Matt, like, I I just don't see, like, I get that Matt's a good brother. Right. But the whole thing is that Matt has been turning dates down because he knew that Mary didn't have a date to the homecoming after her game so they could hang out. I just like... I don't know. Because even Mary's like, oh, great. I'm going to hang out with my brother at this dance. Yeah. Oh, we miss. We didn't talk about Suzanne has a huge crush on Matt. Oh, he's a dream he's date. He's a dream date. Dream boat, Matt. Dream boat, dream date. Gross. Yeah. And <laughs> so Mary, um, her teammates come up to her in school and they're like, oh, do you want to like grab some lunch and celebratory celebrate lunch. that you're back on the t- like to play tonight and i got a date to the dance some girl says and she's like no i'm gonna get hurt and i'm gonna fall and i'm gonna embarrass myself and she like snaps at them and then <coughs> our friend what's her name diane diane so diane was the new girl that that coach was also grooming i feel yeah <laughs> coach coper caper yeah Co- yeah um, and then Mary was jealous of her, but then they ended up in church together and they had a, they had a spark moment. 
And if you haven't seen that, please go to TikTok or Instagram because it is on both. And it is a very sexually tense scene. Yeah. And like rolls into these scenes. Yes. So Diane is like, hey, man, like, I know you're nervous. I was like that, too. I had the same surgery, same rehab, but I came back and like, you're scared and it's okay. And she's like, I'm not scared. And she's like, maybe I just have more things going on in my life. And it's not about this. And Diane's like, okay, but I know what you're going through. Yeah, she kept trying. Yeah. Uh, So Mary snaps at her, walks away. And then I think because the writers were like, well, that was a little gay. We better bring Richard back into the scene. Yeah. So ex-boyfriend Richard, who like, I don't remember. I think he just went on that one date that Matt paid him to go on. Oh, okay. And so he shows up and... He He, sort of pep talks her and says like, oh, yeah, you should. You're going to be so great and don't be scared. You're going to do so well. And then she's like, I don't even have a date to the dance. And then that's the end of it. That's the end of it. Matt comes and picks him up. So then we're back at the house and, and everybody's fears, everyone's scared of something. And everyone's fears are coming to life. Everyone's fears are coming to life. It's a horror house. Everybody's scared of something. And so Annie is having this like heart to heart with Simon where she tells him that because he's scared of the teacher, um, that he can't just run away from everything that scares him. And then Mary overhears and says, I can run away from things that scare me. And then Ruthie's like, I can. So like, Great. I'm never going on a field trip again. Yeah. So now Mary's never playing basketball. Simon's never going back to school and Ruthie's never going on another field trip again. Yeah. And then how do they, I didn't really understand how they like came out of that. Like, like, I think that was it. And then it's time to get ready for the game. So everyone's getting their like matching colors on go cougar cats or whatever. Wildcats. Wildcats. And, um, Mary gets picked up by Diane. Oh, lesbian tension scene number one or yeah. two. two and they go to the game and mary's nightmare starts to come true she's on the court she's playing she goes to pass to a teammate the other team catches it and she's like oh no my nightmare is coming to life <laughs> and then she's running and she jumps to save the ball this is the part where she would have missed and yeah, fell but she saves she the ball. saves the ball she knocks it out of the other player's hand why aren't we sports announcers? We're doing a very good job. But she still falls. She still and falls. She's like, oh, oh it's like slow-mo. She's and groaning. who appears to give her an arm up, hand yeah. up, a lift up. <sighs> Diane. But Diane. Dikey Diane. Dikey <laughs> Di and Mary. Mary. And so she helps her up and then they like run like in tandem down the court Mm -hmm. and then they get to the other end and this would never happen in basketball the ball would get intercepted or smacked out of your hand way too fast they like they're passing it they're standing still and like diane and mary are passing it back and forth because diane wants mary to take the shot but mary's scared so she keeps passing it back to diane and diane's like take the shot mary and everyone's screaming at mary to take the shot mary take the shot so she takes the shot, swoosh. Sinks it. So you say sinks it? Sinks it. Nailed it. Swooshes it. Swooshes. Dunks it. She didn't dunk slam it. Slam dunks the shot. Yep. <laughs> and 
They win. Everyone's excited. And there's a moment at the very end of the game with her and Diane. And they have this like, you did so great. Oh, thanks. I knew you were going to do so great. And then she's like, you should go thank your family. They've been with you the whole time. Yeah. And Mary's like, yeah, you're right. And she like grabs her arm. Mm -hmm. (sighs) It's great. It's so great. And then comes along Richard. You know what, Richard? Just get out of here. Also, don't ask people out publicly because then they feel like they can't say no. Yeah, he goes up to the announcer, takes the microphone, and he's like, excuse me, excuse me, tap, tap, tap. Mary Camden, I know it's last minute, but will you go to the dance with me? And I just thought, Richard, poor taste. You're waiting for this moment. You're stealing her thunder, stealing the moment of the team. And their big win by, like, overshadowing and asking her out. Yeah. Like, why didn't you ask her out earlier when you saw her at school? Why didn't you ask her out last week? Why didn't you ask, like... Like, why does her sinking this basket have anything to do with you asking her out? Yeah. Because they had to cut the lesbian tension. They did. With some heteronormativity. Twice. Twice. <laughs> and so she's like, yeah, I guess I'll go to the dance with you. <sighs> and then... And then, so the, the it, it ends with the whole family is like standing on the sidelines, having like a "This is so great, Mary won." Da 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 da. And then Matt's like, "Now I'm the only one that doesn't have anybody to go with, and I'm just going to be sitting against the wall with like a nerd wallflower." Yeah, and <clears throat> like you've been turning people down, Matt. Just go to the dance and pick somebody up. Yeah, you're 47 years old. <laughs> And then Eric suggests that Matt drive Lucy and Suzanne because Lucy and Suzanne have been asking who's going to drive them to the dance the whole damn episode. They just want to show up with someone cool. Yeah, not Eric. Fair enough. And so they get to show up with Matt. And Suzanne is like, oh, my God, we get to go with your brother. I'm going to tell my mom all about it. Like, Like, ma'am, you are 14. Yeah. Going with a 42-year-old. Like, even though he's supposed to only be a 17-year-old, that's still problematic. Yeah, it does feel problematic. And he's, like, we're not joking. I think he's 29 in real life at this point. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So then all's well that ends well. Yeah. Mary's back on the court. She's back, back, back in the game. (sighs) Ah. All right. Episode 16. Episode 16, season two. And how many episodes? There's 21 per season? Ish. Yeah. 21, 22. That's crazy. I know. We've still got. Many I thought she'd be pregnant by now. Spoiler alert. Well, we've already talked about it. I know. I think it happens at the end of the season. I looked ahead. Ooh, okay. Um, so, so this one's called It Takes a Village. Simon attends his first makeout party and learns more about girls than how they kiss. Oh my god. <laughs> Simon. Yeah. Okay, so there's 22 episodes. And Oh, I see. I'm not going to spoil it. Yeah, I didn't read it. Don't okay, tell me. I won't. The last two episodes are the same thing. It's a double feature. Yeah. The first one's called Boyfriends and the second one's called And Girlfriends. Mhm. Do we ever see Andrew Keegan again? Wilson? I don't know. Like, for he was only in about six episodes. Like, I thought he was in seasons. But, obviously, I'm wrong. You are wrong. 
Well, don't forget, check us out on Instagram and TikTok. If you enjoy listening to us talk about things that are random, also check out our other podcast. Yeah, I did not sign up for this. Yeah, we just launched season three, and it is featuring me, Carling. <laughs> it's featuring me. <laughs> uh-huh. Lindsay, oh, and me. two of our queer best friends who are married. Sam and Amy. Yeah, it's so fun. It's so fun. We talk about a lot of random things and yeah, we're like we're like we we call it we're you hauling our long distance friendship. Yeah, the joke I like I hope people get what that means cuz the joke is like what does a lesbian bring on a second date a U-Haul because lesbians move so fast. Yeah. And we did purchase a house after 9 months of dating. Why'd your eyes get so big? Is it a secret? No, everybody knows. Well, everybody knows everybody now. Everybody knows now. All 200 listeners. Yeah. We had to. We had to. <laughs> it made the most economic sense. So That's now we've got two podcasts together. Everybody, every lesbian's telling themselves. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, have a great night and yeah. we'll talk to you next week. I can't wait to hear about Simon's hanky panky. Gross. I know. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hey there! Welcome to Seventh Heaven, a lesbian recap. I'm Lindsay, and I'm joined by my co-host and real-life partner, Carling. We're diving into the '90s hit drama through today's lens. Get ready for our off-the-cuff commentary and peeling back the layers of the Camden family. We'll tackle everything from family rules, life lessons, and '90s fashion. Join us every week for a light-hearted queer perspective and a trip down memory lane. Whether you're a die-hard fan or new to the show. This recap is for you. So find us anywhere you get your podcasts at 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap.